Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by the Ham Station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's Ham Radio. everyone and welcome to ham talk live episode number 12 dayton hamvention preview the chairman and spokesperson recorded live on thursday may 6 2016 i'm your host neil rapp wb9 vpg thanks for tuning in to this episode of ham talk live Tonight on the show, James Titerman, or Teeterman, rather, N8IDS, and the general chairman of Hamvention, and Michael Calter, WHCI, the official spokesperson of Hamvention, will be here to talk about what's coming up this year and the future of Hamvention. We will take your calls live in just a few minutes, and if you have a chance to call in and win a free admission ticket uh, to Hamvention, so stay tuned for that. Last week on the show, Carol Perry, WB2MGP, was here to talk about the Instructors Forum and the Youth Forum at Hamvention. So if you missed the show, you can download it anytime at hamtalklive.com or on Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, TuneIn, or YouTube. Tonight we want to take your calls as always, so in just a few minutes be ready to call in. You can call us on Skype at the username HamTalkLive, or by telephone, the number is 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. So have those dialing fingers ready to go. Uh, tonight we uh, continue our Dayton Hamvention preview. Uh, remember that we will be broadcasting live from Dayton. If you're in Dayton on Thursday, May 19th, the night before Hamvention, stop by the lobby of Spring Hill Suites in Miamisburg near the Dayton Mall at 417 North Springboro Pike. We'll be interviewing the audience live on the show, giving away some prizes, and taking calls from people talking about their favorite part of Hamvention. So if you're on the road to Dayton, we would love for you to call in and tell us your favorite part of Hamvention Weekend. Or if you can't make it to Dayton this year, give us a call and tell us your favorite Hamvention story. 
Keep listening and watch our Facebook and Twitter feed for all the details. Also, we're just about ready for our Ham Talk Live shirts. Those are supposed to be finished up this week, so watch our Facebook and Twitter for more information about those as well. We'll be back with the latest news from Hamvention, coming up next after this word from Tower Electronics, right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978, bringing connectors, antennas, cables, and other parts to the world. Scott and Jill travel the country bringing their store to you at HamFest, but you can also order online at pl-259.com or by calling 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, audio cables, mobile antennas, and hamsticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even in use on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics is a dealer for MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and HamPro Technologies. Tower Electronics, online at pl-259.com, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. Look for me at Dayton. I'll be the one wearing the Yesu hat. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. We'd like to thank Tower Electronics for sponsoring the show. Don't miss Scott and Jill at Dayton Hamvention. They're inside and outside, so you can't miss them. Visit their website at pl-259.com if you can't make it to their booth at Hamvention. And be sure to listen to the show every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here on hamtalklive.com. And check out our Facebook page and Twitter feed. Just search Ham Talk Live. Jim Teterman, N8IDS, returns as the general chairman of Hamvention for this year. Jim resides in nearby Centerville, Ohio. He's been licensed since 1987 and has been involved with Hamvention since 2004. His positions included assistant chairman and chairman of the communications committee and the security committee. Jim was selected as an assistant general chairman for Hamvention in 2013 and then selected as general chairman in 2015. Jim enjoys extensive homebrew of 2-meter and 6-meter antennas and optimizing them, as well as rebuilding rotors. He spends most of his airtime on 2-meters and 6-meters and in the car around town on 2-meters and 220 FM. Jim says he's just an ordinary guy doing extraordinary things with extraordinary people in the Dayton Amateur Radio Association and Hamvention. Mike Coulter, WHCI, is the official spokesperson of the Dayton Hamvention. Mike resides in Xenia, Ohio, and is a past president of the Dayton Amateur Radio Association and Hamvention General Chairman in 2011 and 2012. He is currently the treasurer and board member of DARA and the finance chair for Hamvention. Uh, Mike is an active musician, Skywarn Net Control, and HF operator. And he's traveled the world, including Tunisia and the Peace Corps, and as a speaker about ham radio in Germany, Qatar, and India. So, gentlemen, welcome, and thanks so much for taking the time to be on Ham Talk Live. And thank you, too, Neil. Go ahead, Mike. Michael? It's a pleasure to be here, Neil. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, hear you fine. Uh, Ah, yeah. Thanks so much for, uh, for okay. taking time out. And I know, Jim, that was a little extra yeah. difficult for you this evening, so I, I really appreciate you uh, 
you doing that. But uh, we just want to hear a little bit about what to expect. We're about two weeks away. And so tell us uh, all about everything that's new at Hamvention this year. Everything that's new. Okay, taking it slowly and thinking about what you really want to talk about as new, uh, we'll go into, of course, our awards, uh, which I understand you probably didn't have a chance to talk uh, with Frank Viafor, so we'll probably go into that as well as far as those would be new people as well. But I think what I'm going to get to uh, is one of the features that is going to be here this year, Neil, is a thing that's never been done before. It's probably never been thought of, and we're very happy to do this and glad we had a chance to be involved. It all started when Mike and I were down in Orlando, and we were approached by a gentleman who asked the very standard question of, just like you did, what are you doing new and exciting at Dayton this year? Well... We didn't really have a real pat answer for him. And he said, just, I've got an idea. Let me, let me work on it for a little bit, which he did. Came back to us in a matter of hours before, in fact, before the weekend was up, Neil. He came back to us with the idea of having a 24-hour Super DX station at Hamvention. So what is this going to consist of? What's going to happen? What are we going to do with this? It is just as it says. It's got its own call letters, W8D, Whiskey 8 Delta. And we will be operating it 24 hours the whole weekend starting out on Friday. Now, how far we go into it on Sunday, we don't know. So at least we've got two good days planned. And this will be located in the lobby of the ball arena, which is at door number one. And if you look at any of your past programs, you'll be able to find that there. That's why I give you the nomenclature and also what it's described as so you know where it's at. And there will be world-class equipment on this, Neil. It's not going to be something... That is just, oh, we'll just borrow this and we'll borrow that from this guy and that guy. These are very serious people that come up and they are into DX themselves. So it's not going to be my old Kenwood TS520. Well, if you want to bring that along, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I would say let's let them do the work. How's that, Neil? And And you go over and enjoy what goes on and take a look. And, of course... Uh, me talking about this, I hope you'll have a chance to saunter on down there and take a look at this with us. Oh, you bet. Okay, but there is gonna, there are going to be some very nice pieces of equipment. Top of the line ICOM. ICOM 751. 7851. Listen to me, 751. 7851. There's a little bit of difference there. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> I, I, re- I, I recognize that myself. So now, you know, correcting what I'm saying here. Uh, along with that, top of the line, Yezu. And it also is going to be a Kenwood 990. Uh, that's all you had to say. I'm right there. there. Really? I'm there. Oh, yeah. You, okay. Oh, you're a Kenwood guy. Yeah, I'm a Kenwood guy. So okay. if there's a 990 there, I've been been drooling over that since it came out. So well, uh, I'm well, there. Uh, okay, so it sounds like you're going to have to put some plastic or something like that around for those that want to 
do that around it. But anyway, backing that up are going to be two top of the line again, full full power amplifiers, and all of the gear that goes behind it, which are going to be your bandpass filters, your power monitors, and tied to two of the hex beams that are manufactured by Emmett uh, out there, Emmett Honesty. I, believe, I hope I'm saying his name right. Yes. And he runs From radio. radio waves. Yes, sir. And he and his wife, Rochelle, were two of the first people that were contacted by this gentleman that set it up. And Mike was a part of this as well. He was there. And uh, we just started going back and forth. And he uh, he just walked me over to uh, this and said, well, we're going to bring this radio. And I've got this antenna. And i got this. And pretty soon, we've got array solutions involved in this. We've got radio sport into this for the headsets. We've got Bengali keys. We've got the amplifiers again for array solutions. So everybody is kicking in. Everybody that is hearing about this says, yeah, I want in on this. So this is a new thing for us to do. Uh, it's, how can I say it's going to be a success? I know it's going to be a success, but how can I judge it? I can't. It's not been done before. So this is one of the reasons that we really got onto it because I've never seen such cooperation between a group of people and in fact, they even told me in Florida, Neil, that they saw each other at these hamventions and uh, all these different uh, gatherings of, of the hams and everything like that, the shows. They never really talked with each other. They know each other. They don't. But when this group got together, there were people that said, well, I've been watching you over here for this year and that year. So now what you've got is a, a whole group of people. And I, I don't honestly know how many right now. I'm going to say a total of between six and eight major players as vendors there, which are then going to incorporate more. Uh, we even got a new uh, vendor that's coming in from England with a pneumatic tower that's going to put one of the beams up. So we're going to have two hex beams outside the building. And concurrently, along with this DX station, we're going to have as we always have had at Hamvention, the special event station that is going to be W8BI. So right around the corner, you're going to have W8BI. W8D is going to be sitting there waiting for people to come up and take a look at what's going on. So now who's going to operate the DX station? That will be a crew of people designated by the owners of the equipment right now, but there are going to be people allowed to go in from the outside, our visitors and what have you. And Emmett has told me he would like to have uh, a lot of the youth come over and take a look at it and operate the station, which I think is a very smart move. Getting our youngsters involved, getting them over there. If they don't know what DX is, then you, can't, then you really can't tell them, well, no, this is this is something that's a little bit too much for you. No, get them exposed. So I really, really applaud him for that. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. one of the things that's near and dear to my heart as a as a high school teacher and sponsor of a club. Why, you know, we're real excited about that. And uh, a new thing that ARL is doing uh, with the youth, the youth rally on Saturday. Yes, uh, I my assistant general chair Ron Kramer, uh, KD8ENJ, just this evening sent me the uh, the newsletter 
and I was reading a lot of that stuff in there, what they're doing, and they're, they're really going to be putting on quite the show this year up there, uh, doing, of course, the international portion of things as well. But uh, then they have the parks on the air as well, so they're going to put a whole lot of things on that's going on here to keep everything going. But uh, I had a very nice conversation with Carol Perry, your guest, last week while I was down in Florida. Uh, I'd not really had that chance, that big a chance to talk with her before, but I really enjoyed it because she's so passionate about what she does. And for as long as she's been doing it, I think of what, 29 years or something like that? Yep, yep, 30 uh, years. 20 yeah. years. You know, that's a long time for almost anything. So along with that, I'm hoping that Emmett is going to be able to maybe contact her. Maybe there's going to be some people there. I noticed that one of her presenters, his theme is going to be DXing. So that would be one of the nice shoe-ins for that kind of thing. So that is my big spotlight for the year right now. Okay? Very good. Very good. I need to add one I need to add one sure. thing to that. Sure. <laughs> I need to add one thing to that is that uh one person that we left out, I'm giving a big thanks to is our friend Adil, um Whiskey Echo for Alpha Alpha. Adil is actually from uh Dubai and he's been a member of the club our club, Dayton Amateur Radio Association for um uh, I don't know, three or four years now and he always wants to help out at Hamvention, and he quickly was the one that helped coordinate this in 24 hours. So I want to make sure that that we recognize that deal as well. Don't you? Uh, don't you agree, Jim? Oh, I do. Because well, I wasn't going to say that myself, but that's fine, Mike. Because I, I get the impression that he's the kind of guy that, all right, we'll do this, but I don't want to be in the spotlight. But I, yes, I do, and that's fine. You know, my apologies for not bringing that name out there and all that stuff. But uh, for one thing, I'll, I'll admit this right now. I forgot what his call was. <laughs> you put it. You put the. You put the period this on. This guy's Mike. got four calls. So. Well, now, now yeah. see what I what I always okay. do is I remember the call sign and then I can't remember the name. So mm-hmm. yeah, I even have a little name tag that says "Hi." I can't remember your name either. So you know that that, that works pretty well. Can um, I borrow? That? Can I borrow that? Sure, sure. I'll I'll load that to you. I'll bring that by whenever I get over there. Uh, So the theme this year uh, has been selected. That's the Radio Frontier. So it's appropriate that you're going where where no one has gone before with this with this contest station, the DX station, um, and um, trying out something new. So that's yeah. So that's great. Uh, I know we've already had somebody try to call, and so we want to get to uh, some of our callers here in just a little bit. Uh, but we want to knock out a few things here before we, we do that. Uh, talk briefly about the award winners, because as you mentioned, um, uh, Frank was, was not able to be with us. And so we do want to mention them real quick. And then I, I need to ask you the, the questions that, that you probably don't want to hear about Hera Arena and, and all that kind of thing. But we'll, we'll, we'll try to take it easy on you for, for, for the most part anyway. Um, so talk about the, the award winners uh, for just a, a couple of minutes, if you would. Okay, and I'm going to do a cheat sheet here. It says I happen to have, right in front of me, a pre-release of the, uh, of the new booklet. So I'm going to get down to, come on, why can't I find it? See, I was going to be prepared for this, and I wasn't. So my apologies to, your, to yourself and your audience. We're not having this right in front of me. Michael, of course, would have said, now, you know, you've practiced this long enough. Let's not get that. Okay, I just got to it. 
do you have the list there, Michael? Do you want to, now? Wait a minute. I'm not going to let you off that easy, Mike. Do you have the list in front of you? Do you want to take one or two or a thing like that, Mike? No, go right ahead. I do have the list in front. I can you okay. hear me? Can you hear me? I can, I can hear you. How I about I do have the list? In, yeah, I do have it. Go ahead. All right. But what I was going to ask was, as long as you're going to be introducing the amateur of the year, why don't you take Joe? Okay. You've got the list? Okay. Our amateur. All, right. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, our amateur of the year is. A, uh, can you not hear me? Yes. No, we hear I, you. Hello? Oh, yeah. okay. We got you. The uh, amateur of the year. The amateur of the year is Joe Taylor, uh, Kilo One JT. And he was first licensed as, uh, uh, in 1954, and he's had several call signs. But he was the professor of astronomy at the University of Massachusetts from 1969 to 1981, and then a professor of physics at Princeton University. He served there as also as a dean of the faculty for six years. Here's, a, here's another big thing. He was awarded the Nobel Prize in physics in 1993 for discovery of the first orbiting pulsar, leading to observations that established the existence of gravitational waves. And since his retirement, he's been busy developing enhance, and enhancing digital protocols for weak signal communication by amateur radio, including JT65 and WSPR. He chases DX from 160 meters through the microwave bands. So we were uh, really uh, pleased that he is going to be there this year and accept the award. And um, so that is our amateur of the year, uh, Dr. Joe Taylor. So back to you, Jim. Back to me, Jim. Okay, and let's continue on, Neil, with technical achievement. John S. Birmingham, Birmingham, W2XAB. Now, John's been licensed since 1970, and is currently W2XAB. What's he's, uh, he was he got a whole list of the, the different uh, calls that he has here, but he's been involved with amateur radio repeaters for over 40 years. After working in the aerospace industry in Motorola, he now teaches higher education. He's been a uh, senior lecturer at Clayton State University in the Department of Computer Science and Information Technology. And he teaches in there in computer computer networking. And he retire in May. He's retiring this month. So this ought to be a pretty nice trip for him to come down as his retirement. I hope he's going to be relaxed anyway. Life member of ARRL and QCWA. Belongs to Amstat, Tapper. In addition, at a lot of the local clubs where he's at between 10 and 15 states. He's currently active of DMR community, having published a beginner's guide. And, it's, and his article in QST and contribu- uh, contributing author in the ARRL 2016 handbook, which is kind of a deal, too. He has also presented a number of forums at HamFest, including Hamvention promoting DMR. So there you have technical achievement, John S. Birmingham, W2XAB. Back to you, Mike. Mike? All right. Any, any, I, I got you. Okay. Okay, the uh, Special Achievement Award this year goes to uh, Stan Orzeppa, Whiskey Alpha One, L-O-U, and the Special Achievement Award recognized uh, Stan as an advocate for cutting-edge technologies that are now commonly used in amateur radio. 
Stan's authored five books and wrote over 1,200 pieces for the ARRL and Tapper while evangelizing the use of home computers, packet radio, APRS, DSP, and software-defined radio in amateur, in amateur radio. Uh, he has sampled, Stan has sampled almost every entree on the ham radio menu and served in a slew of roles, including section manager of Connecticut. Presently, Stan is director and secretary for Tapper and serves as editor of Tapper's newsletter. So we are really, uh, uh, really excited that uh, Stan, uh, we think that's a good choice for our Special Achievement Award. So finally, that brings us down to Club of the Year. And Jim, here we go. Club of the Year goes out to our friends at Rocky Mountain Ham Radio. Rocky Mountain Ham Radio is out in the suburb of Denver, Colorado, which it happens to be just around the corner from where my my brother-in-law lives. So I'm pretty familiar with the area, but I did not know that the club was there when I made visits. Otherwise, I probably would have been over there to talk with them, but I certainly will now. So when I had the honor of calling out there, we did get their information, and I'd like to share some of that with you. And it says it's uh, it's a, it's based out in, of course, like I said, the Denver area, but it offers uh, its services other than ham radio and clubs and ARIES groups to help them be successful. And technical assistance, classroom training on myriad of subjects, mentoring, equipment system design, and public service are among the things that they do. Now, the group owns and maintains fixed analog digital DMR repeater asset, uh, assets, including one of the premier DMR net private networks in the nation, linked with an amateur band microwave network that spans the front range of the Rocky Mountains and from Cheyenne, Wyoming to Cannon City, Colorado, and expansion in progress to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Now, just think about the area I just talked about. I've traveled most of that. And that's a long stretch. So if they've got this out there, and I've sampled some of their radio work out there because there's some of the parts of our family that are amateurs up in the Evergreen area, and you can do this stuff, and it's really neat to see this. Anyway, continuing on, uh, the group also owns and operates deployable communications command posts, 26-foot trailer, capabilities that include satellite, Internet, terrestrial, 4G Internet, D-Star, IP telephone, DMR, HF, VHF, UHF, packet, door, you name it. It sounds like they've got something just about that could rival what we've got here in Dayton. Uh, Rocky Mountain also maintains VE teams to support licensing upgrades, and they work jointly with associated youth organizations, the Cherry Creek Young Amateur Radio Club, to ensure a steady stream of new hams, and ready to become the next generation of members. No dues. Now, there's a club. Now, there is something neat. How many clubs do you know that have no dues? Membership is granted by ongoing participation in our events throughout the year. Rocky Mountain Ham Radio is not in competition with anyone. It exists to serve anyone. So this attitude and what they had there, the list, this is why we picked them, and we're very, very happy and honored ourselves to have the Rocky Mountain Ham Radio as our club of the year. Back over to you, Neil. Very good. Some excellent, excellent choices, and uh, glad that you're able to recognize all of those special talents and special people out there. Um, So thank you for uh, telling us all about those. Um, We are going to have to take our final break here, but we'll be back with more. We're going to talk about the arena Uh, Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll take your calls right after this word 
from the ham station right here on ham talk live this episode of ham talk live is brought to you by the ham station for 35 years the ham station has brought new and used radios antennas accessories and equipment to the amateur radio community give jeff or dan a call at 1-800-729-4373 or order online at hamstation.com hamstation carries all the major brands like icom yezu and kenwood Shop from a wide selection of radio scanners, MFJ accessories, Heil Sound products, Mirage and Ameritron amplifiers, Cushcraft antennas, and more. Easy online shopping and fast shipping are waiting for you at hamstation.com or call 1-800-729-4373. The Ham Station, proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Yesterday, my XYL said she'd leave me if I didn't give up ham radio. Over. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Thanks to the support of the ham station for bringing Ham Talk Live to you each week. Dan and Jeff are just a phone call away to answer your questions about a new rig or antenna. Call 800-729-4373. James Teeterman, N8IDS, the General Chairman of Hamvention, and Mike Coulter, W8CI, the official spokesperson of the Hamvention, are kind enough to join us this evening. We're just two weeks away from the big event, and uh, we'll start taking calls here in just a moment, but... Uh, first, we do want to start off with uh, a little bit about Hera Arena. Uh, of course, last year we walked in and and saw the displays of, of you know what it was going to look like this year, and, and some things happened, and that that kind of fell through. And and just recently, um, the Dayton Daily News had an article about maybe the fairgrounds uh, relocating to the Hera Complex. So there's there's always these these um, questions swirling around. So if you guys would, would want to speak to those, uh, to our listeners, and, and just uh, fill us in on what you can about uh, Hera Arena and that situation. Okay, I'd be glad to do that, and I'll take the first leg of this mic, if you don't mind. Uh, what what no happened problem. here What happened here was, again, speaking to what your first subject was there, Neil, was that uh, there was a proposal, and there was a lot of enthusiasm, and that's why we put the posters out last year. Uh, I agreed to do that in conjunction with the owners of Hera, and there were all good intentions for this to happen. And as you said, there were things that did not quite work out, and there were uh, things that happened to do with the local government that could not really make the things gel. So therefore... What was planned, and the plan was very aggressive, I'll have to tell you that. It was very aggressive to be almost immediate after closing of 2015 Hamvention. They were going to be in there in June doing work that this would have worked. But again, when this happened, uh, we had to kind of take a back seat, and we didn't really have a lot of information until it came forward that what did happen was there was no funding there for it. Of course, uh, no, no ticky, no laundry, that kind of thing. So it's, it's kind of a trite way to put that. But again, if there are no funds to do that, you just can't do that. So again, uh, there are not going to be the the very nice renovations that we would have, of course, liked to have had. You're not going to see them this year. But again, you're, you're not going to see any less than what you've had before. They're working very hard right now to keep things up to the standard 
that they have and they will be able to have and maintain throughout that weekend. So again, if you don't see those things and if you had questions about them, I hope I've answered some of that and alleviated it. The next question you two came up to was the latest news releases, which included a statement by the mayor of Trotwood, which the city of Trotwood is actually where Hera Arena resides, along with a part of it in Harrison Township, which is Dayton. So there's kind of a dual ownership of uh, the land up there. But, of course, they, they, it just really splits things. So it's all government things that goes on. But uh, what happened there was there were queries by our local fair board, Montgomery County Fair Board, who are looking at to replace and have been looking at this for a number of years for their facility downtown. And it just so happened that one of the areas was up around Hera. It got turned around to the story that they were going to buy Hera Arena. Uh, we have been in contact with the city of Trotwood officials. The spokesperson for that has told us directly that there is no ownership by Trotwood of Hera Arena, which if, if you heard that, that is, has no validity. There is nothing to that. If it's, it's just straight rumor. That is a story. It is not true. The fair board itself is doing its due diligence to go out and look for new facilities and <clears throat> new to where they can have their fair at a new place that they've been looking at for a number of years. So it's just all information gathering. It's got nothing to do with what's going to happen with Hamvention itself. So to alleviate anything else, the first question is, is there going to be a Hamvention 2017? As far as we are concerned, yes, sir, there will be. Will it be at Hera? Our plans call for that right now, yes. So you want to add anything to that, Michael? No, I think that that covers it pretty well. Um, okay, you can get a, we can get a lot of speculation out there, but we need to just be, you know, let's deal with the facts, and that's what the facts are. But I do want to add. I guess I do want to add that we worked very closely with Hera for many years. This is not the first rumor <laughs> that's come up about no, Hera not. Arena or Hambenchen. So, you know, even back in the days when I was the general chairman and assistant general chairman, and even before that, we've always heard these things. So. Um, we we have a lot of respect for the the people at Hera. Um, they're, they're business people trying hard to uh, make their business go. So <clears throat> that's pretty much it. Go ahead. Next question. <laughs> okay. Well, well, thank you guys for for um, filling us in on that because uh, that has been always a uh, a hot topic. And um, so hopefully our listeners can can take that, and we appreciate you. Uh, uh, putting the facts out there for us and uh, letting us know uh, what's happening. Okay, we're going to start taking some calls. It looks like we've, we've got some here um, already. So give us a call. 812-NET-HAM-1 is the phone number. Uh, or you can Skype us at Ham Talk Live. And uh, tonight on the show, we're actually going to give away an admission ticket for the best call. So at the end of the show, uh, make sure you listen and maybe you'll be a winner. So uh, who's on the line here? Uh, this is Joe, K0NEB, in Lincoln, Nebraska. Hi, Joe. We were just talking earlier that uh, right before the show, I saw uh, pictures of Mike Coulter at the end of your 2006 um, picture slideshow video that was on the Dayton Hamvention Facebook group a while ago. So yeah, thanks for doing that. More pictures. 
you'll see lots more pictures of him. If you look at my uh, 2015 one, the boys are back in town. Very good. And uh, Joe's going to be on the show <laughs> after Hamvention is over. And I've got a pin to give you. I've got a button for your for your Dr. Seuss hat. But Joe, go ahead <laughs> yep. and ask your question. The, the hat is all cleaned and ready to go and no pins or buttons. So you're going to have to add to it. Well, I've got one for you, so, so we will do that. Go ahead and ask your question here to uh, to Jim and Mike. Um, that's a good question. Um, primarily, what is going on with the uh, fair people, and do you think that this is going to be a very good positive development? Uh, I'd like to field that one if I can, Mike. Uh, what we're doing there, Joe, is, as I just said just a little bit ago, they are out putting feelers to find out where it is they can improve what they're, what they're doing with their property down there. To say that uh, are they going to be able to develop that area, is it going to be something that they're going to either include the Hera complex or are they going to take it over? Nothing is out in public that we can put out there. In fact, we don't know anything, Joe, as to that point. Uh, would we welcome them to do that? Time will tell. Uh, we need to have discussions with them. We've not had what I would call any real serious sit-down with them that will come up to anything that will come to fruition that will get anything done within time for 2017 timeline. So the answer to that would be no. There's nothing there right now. Okay. Well, I, I kind of looked at it as a hopeful development when I heard about it. Yeah, as did I, Joe. Thank you very much. All right, Joe. Thank you for calling. Hey, Joe. Looking forward to seeing you. You bet. I'll be there yeah, with Joe, Cameron. Good hearing from you. You bet. <laughs> All right. There he is, Mr. Kitman himself. K0NEB. Well, well, we've got time, I think, for one more call. So if you have a question, give us a call. It's 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261. Give us a call, and we do have another call, so we'll take that. Hello, you're on Ham Talk Live. Who's this? Hi, it's uh, Marty, KC1CWF. It's Chicken with Fries. The next troublemaker. Go ahead, Marty. What's your question? So I guess to, uh, to uh, the two uh, lovely men you have on the show tonight, my question is, as a first-time visitor of, uh, of Hamvention this year, if I have two days to see it all, what is the order to see it all? Hmm. What is the order to see it all? I'd have to ask you a question first, and I'll, I'll turn this to Mike because he is actually more familiar with taking first-time people through there. But here, here's my here's my. <laughs> and and I should jump in here. Marty's 13, by the way. That's okay. 14. Well, 14. No, no, no. Oh, he's 14. He's 14, 14 years old. Gotta correct you. He's from okay. Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. Now, Marty, <laughs> what are your interests that got you into ham radio in the first place? What got me into ham radio or what getting me to Dayton? No, got you into ham radio first. You know, you haven't been to Dayton. You said you're going to be a first time visitor, so you've not had the experience yet. So, what I'm asking is, 
What was the interest? What was the spur? What got you into ham radio in the very first place? What was it? I think it had to do with technology and the Internet and computers. Okay, so it would be along the lines of things that would have for uh, software-defined radio-type things, the newer-type radios and what have you like that. So I would suggest, and Mike can correct me if I'm wrong or don't really have the right answer for you, what I would suggest is when you get there to get your hands on one of the programs that are handed out, take a look at the list of the exhibitors that are going to be there, and look to see where it is that you could go to take a look at some of the newest stuff you have, and then put that program in your bag, forget it for the first hour, and just walk around on the inside. Just walk around and see what catches your eye. I'd be interested to see what it is that catches your eye first, and I think it's not going to be all the glitzy stuff. It's going to be some of the smaller things, some of the kits. Are you a kit builder? I am, uh, 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 somewhat. I'm the, the the one thing that brought me to Dayton in the first place. I guess what what spurred me on to come was was uh, a lot of my. Uh, I'm a contester, so uh, my contest club is uh, was kind of the people that spurred me on. And then um, I was asked to speak at the youth forum, so that kind of drove me drove me through. I just think there's so much. I don't. I'm I'm just trying to figure out how to take the best all of it in. Well, okay. Can I, can I jump? Can I jump yeah. in, Jim? Yep, do it. Do it. Do this. Yep, go. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, I uh you're a DXer. I I am. You're a DXer, Marty. You're a young guy and um you know, you're going to be part of that youth forum, but I would suggest uh I are you going to be there by any chance on Thursday? Yeah. There might be a chance you should you should go you should go to uh try to get to um Tim Duffy's uh, Contest University. On I'm Thursday. sorry to say it's sold out. Yeah. It's sold out. I was out. offered tickets. I, uh, I, I get in. There's, I'll be at the hotel uh, at the uh, Crown Plaza, but I, okay. I won't get there in time. You send an email. You won't be there in time? Okay. And then the other thing I do, you can look online, and there's a lot of interesting forums. You know, when, when Hamvention first started going, Back in the middle of the last century, that was one of the big things was forums, and there's so many forums, and you can get online, and you can see where all these forums are, and and also, um, did you hear the first part of our program where we talked about this um, big DX station that we are going to have um, for Hamvention this year, and the, the, the folks that are running that are going to be looking for people like you to work that station, so I hope you get a chance to look at that. But uh, I would map out. I'd map out around the uh, forums first. That's what I would do. Uh, that's what I tell new people. But anyway, I hope that I get to meet you. If you're going to be in Carol Perry's uh, forum, uh, there's a good chance that I'll get a chance to meet you. And I'll yeah, look up your your QRZ page. Yes, I'd love to meet you too. And uh, yeah, Emmett Hohensky uh, reached out to me about that. So uh, you guys are doing great things. It's going to be fun. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for calling, Marty. Yeah. We are we are out Absolute. of time, but we're going to see you there. Go ahead, real quick, Mike. That was the, that was it for me. Oh, Mike oh, or yeah. Jim? Go Good ahead. DX there, Marty. Good DX there, Marty. We're looking forward to seeing you, Marty. Looking thank you. To seeing you, Marty. Look, very happy to meet you here on the air. Hope to see you there. I'll be in Carol Perry's forum in the morning, I believe. So look for the man in the black suit. That's who I am. Thank you, Marty. And the box suit. Thank yep. you. Okay. Yep. Sounds like we're all going to be there. So 
uh, be sure to, to join us uh, at the Youth Forum. And that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. I'd like to thank my guests, uh, Jim Teterman, N8IDS, the General Chairman of Hamvention, and Mike Coulter, W8CI, the official spokesperson of Hamvention, and all the callers and listeners out there in cyberspace, and invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time when Tim Duffy, K3LR, will join us to tell us all about the contest University at Dayton, which, again, is sold out at this time. And don't forget our live event in Dayton on Hamvention Eve. For a list of all of our upcoming guests, visit hamtalklive.com. So for now, with Jim Teterman, N8IDS, Mike Coulter, W8CI, this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Don't